turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Speaking to reporters at the White House, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin says he worried about every American worker currently without a job. I want to get all these Americans back to work. I am pleased that despite the worst unemployment numbers, uh, 70% of those workers feel confident that they're going to have their job back, but 70% isn't good enough. We want to make sure all the American workers have their job back and have it back in a safe way. Mnuchin does say the jobless numbers in the U.S. are probably going to get worse before they get better. Lawsuits starting to pile up around the U.S. seeking to hold China accountable for the coronavirus pandemic. The complaints claim that Chinese authorities did not do enough to corral the virus initially, tried to hide what was happening, and engaged in a cover-up to conceal their actions and what they knew. This is SRN News. Hugh Hewitt reminds you why you're staying at home right now. That is also what President Trump said. The same things, the same key messages again, again, and again, and again. Why? Because that's how you get through. And one of the key messages is this was done to us, to the world, by the People's Republic of China. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. We recently launched a daily newsletter. It's called the Daybreak Insider. And you'll get a rapid-fire look at the day's news from a conservative viewpoint. So make sure you subscribe right now at am1280thepatriot.com and use the keyword subscribe. Just past 4 o'clock on this Mother's Day Sunday, let's take a look at your Twin Cities forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. Mostly cloudy today with a high of 49. And we got the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker coming up next right here on AM 1280 The Patriot. AM 1280 The Patriot. Look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. As an essential business, Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is here for your HVAC needs with no contact protocols to help keep you, your family, and their technicians safe. They also have some great deals to take advantage of before summer gets here. During May, you can save $1,900 or more on a new furnace and air conditioner and have payments as low as $83 a month. Ask about their 0% financing, too. Not to mention a new high-efficiency heating and cooling system can help you save on utility bills for years to come. It's no wonder over half a million Minnesotans have trusted the experience and expertise of Standard Heating for 90 years. And they're still a family-owned and operated business right here in the Twin Cities. Discover how you can enjoy savings of $1,900 or more on a new furnace and air conditioner and payments as low as $83 a month or 0% financing at standardheating.com slash patriot. Summer is coming, so don't wait too long. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, the comfort you deserve since 1930. I appeal to you to fight. 
I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. We're here with another satisfied JTR Roofing customer. What did your home need? We needed an exteriors update. We needed roofing, siding, um, entry doors, and our storm doors replaced. Why did you choose JTR Roofing? After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that they were offering, as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR. What did you think of the work JTR did? The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. Do you have 2020 vision spiritually, geopolitically? Gain clearer vision for yourself by joining Dr. Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th. Register today at am1280thepatriot.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his direction. It's Sunday, 4 o'clock, and what does that mean? It means it's the best hour in radio of the week. It is the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboards, premier law firm downtown Minneapolis for trial lawyers, wise counsel winning results, and every Sunday on the Victory Hour... It's amazing all the I talk politics, Israel, and the law. And we are going to be talking of all three uh, today. Constitutional principles, political organizational principles, structural principles. The discussion today will revolve around the concept And it is a political concept discussed in political philosophy for hundreds of years. The concept of sovereignty and the impact that that concept has both on the United States today in decisions being made as well as Israel in decisions being made there. So, what is sovereignty? The quality or state of being sovereign. What is it? 
It's the status, dominion, power, or authority of a sovereign. A sovereign or independent state, community, or political unit. And of more specificity, as it relates to the United States, what is popular sovereignty? In fact, it is the cornerstone, it is the foundation of our Constitution, of the basic principles upon which we come together as individuals, as free individuals, and we decide, all of us together, to live under one construct. That is the, con- the, the concept of popular sovereignty. It's the principle that the authority of a state and its government are created and sustained by the consent of its people and only by the consent of its people. Now, that consent can be delegated to their elected representatives, but all of them act at the consent of the people. So this is foundational stuff. This is political philosophy really at the core of establishing a society, a community. And in the United States, we developed our concept of popular sovereignty through the social contract, as I've talked about on this show before, that philosophers such as Thomas Hobbes, John Locke, Jean-Jacques Rousseau all discussed. And Benjamin Franklin expressed the concept of popular sovereignty perhaps best when he wrote, In free governments, the rulers are the servants and the people their superiors and sovereigns. The people have the control, the supreme power or authority. And that is, at its core, the definition of sovereignty the quality or state of being sovereign or of having supreme power or authority. And in the construct of popular sovereignty, that supreme authority is in the people. In a minute, we're going to talk about how that applies to what's happening today in the United States. Are the sovereign, the people, Have they given their consent to be shut down? Who should we be listening to to drive the decisions that take our freedoms? Now, this is life and death stuff. So it should not be dealt with cavalierly. And we are in a state of emergency after all. But let's complete our discussion regarding popular sovereignty. Uh, the, the core, the root of it, in its modern sense, is an idea that, as I said, dates to the social contract schools of the 1600s and the 1700s. Thomas Hobbes, John Locke, and Rousseau. Rousseau being the author of the social contract, which was the great political work of its time, highlighting the ideals of the general will. 
The central tenet is that legitimacy of rule or of law is based on the consent of the governed. So when it comes to the idea of republics, and sometimes even in monarchies, the government only operates at the consent of the people. People who have come together to give up their individual freedoms to be a community. Now, Hobbes, Locke, and Rousseau were certainly the most influential thinkers regarding this. They all kind of, uh, through different, coming at it in a different way, identified the people as the sovereigns. Now, whether men or women were seen as naturally more prone to violence or corruption, which was Hobbes' view, and because of that, they needed to have a popular sovereignty where a majority ruled and people could be removed because of abuses and corruption that went against the will of the people and could abuse the construct of of, uh, popular sovereignty. They needed to have a system to protect against those sorts of abuses and corruption. Or Rousseau, who believed that people were generally, naturally, cooperative and kind. The idea that a legitimate social order emerged only when the liberties and duties are equal among citizens that come together to create a social contract That is the concept of popular sovereignty. Now, sovereignty also was thought in the mid-centuries as emanating originally from God. But unlike divine right theorists, of which there were many, Locke said passing from God to the people equally, and then to the people, to their representatives. That was a popular sovereignty idea that was applied in the Constitution of the United States. And the key to a functioning popular sovereignty system with a constitution like ours is a functioning democracy, where the people who are carrying out the will of the sovereign, the will of the people, can be removed if they try to become dictatorial, authoritarian, tyrannical. So here we are with COVID-19. And we are seeing ourselves in an unprecedented state where everyone, the masses, all of us, have listened to our legislative representatives, those we put in positions of power and authority, and have completely changed our behavior, have shut down, because they have told us that is what you need to do. But unfortunately, a lot of the models, a lot of the decisions 
appear to be turning out wrong. Now what? Well, on the other side of this break, we're going to talk about who's been making the decisions. Is it our elected officials? Is it doctors who don't have data? Who should we be listening to? Should we take things into our own hands? What holds us together, really? Why is there not more of the fight out in the streets amongst those who want everyone to wear masks and gloves and remain shut down indefinitely and those who say we must reopen and population immunity is the only way out of this while protecting the most infirm and the elderly. One size does not fit all. There are two different camps, at least. How does that square with our popular sovereignty? We'll be right back to talk more about that. It's a fundamental question. Stay with us while we're on this quick and short break. Go to parkerdk.com where you'll learn more about a fantastic law firm downtown Minneapolis, Parker Daniels Keyboard. Parkerdk.com. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. If you could do one thing to change you forever, would you? How about something exciting and extraordinary, a bucket list item with years of memories packed into 10 days? Make 2020 a year you'll never forget and join me, Sebastian Gorka, and my friend Mike Lindell on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th, journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world, and you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from history. Register at am1280thepatriot.com. Looking to disinfect? American Pressure has solutions for you. In stock, we've got our MDM 1500, our mobile disinfecting cart, featuring a four-wheel, easy-to-maneuver cart, 50-foot of hose, and a high-pressure pump for great misting action. Call us today at 763-521-4442 to find out more. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. 
His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to ParkerDK.com. Camelot, Camelot, in far-off France I hear you call. Camelot, Camelot, to you alone I'll give my all. I know in my soul what you expect of me. And all that and more I shall be A knight of the table round should be invincible Succeed but a less fantastic man would fail You are listening to the Victory Hour Each week, the classics Whether they be rock and roll, hip-hop Or symphony Impossible deed should be his daily fare. But where in the where in the world is there in the world a man so extraordinary? C'est moi, wherever you are. Okay. That's enough. Humbly Put down the mic. You are a reply. Terrible person. All right. So we are talking about, you know, as, as you hear Lancelot giving all of himself to the table round. That is what we do in popular sovereignty. We come together as a community, one for all and all for one. But there are six conditions for popular sovereignty. The government policies reflect the wishes of the people. Government leaders are elected. Elections are fair and free. People participate in the political process and people have access to credible political information and the majority rules. Well, we got a few problems with some of those presently. You know, when you have COVID-19 and you are in a state of national emergency, what does the sovereign do? Well, for the time being, we follow our leaders. We must. A friend of mine said to me at the beginning of this pandemic, he said, Boy, are we in trouble. We have got this lunatic as a president. And he had better step aside and not be the dictator that he has been. And allow all decisions to be made 
by the doctors, the epidemiologists, the virologists. And I said, I I turned to him and I said, well, whether you like the president or don't like the president, he is the elected leader. Elected. By the people. I didn't use the term sovereign then, but it might as well have been used. He makes the decisions. Why? Because he has to factor many more things in than an unelected doctor who may be very highly and well-educated in epidemiology and virology. But even those folks from Stanford, Johns Hopkins, and all the great schools in between disagree with one another about the proper course of action. Many of them disagree. Yes, many come together and agree. And they should be the counselors to our delegated representatives who make the decisions. But they should not be making the decisions on their own. What if their view is one death is too many and we should shut down the entire country for years to save one person? And that may well be some people's view. And it's a very difficult question about how many lives are too many. It's an ethical question. The bottom line is the sovereign, the people, make that decision. And in our system of government, they make it through elections and through the delegation of decision-making to our elected officials. And... It's not a perfect system, but it's a darn good one that is, like Camelot, shining city on the hill. It's a beacon of light to the nations with freedom and liberty. And when we lose those things, we are losing our foundation. So I said that to him then. I continue to say it now. When a political party, a person, a government, takes action by the will of the people that they govern, they are acting with popular sovereignty. And we undermine our whole constitutional way of living when we ignore that. Now, I am not being critical of what has happened up till now. I could be, and people will debate and argue over it. That isn't the purpose of this discussion. The purpose of this discussion is to respond to my friend who said the doctors should be making our decisions for us. No, they should be listened to. They should be counseled just like the generals are counseled during a war. But they were not elected to make the decisions for us in a democracy. Zeke Emanuel, we need to be locked down, no mingling, 
until there's a vaccine, and that could be 18 months, two years to longer. And that's just the way it needs to be. There's one doctor's opinion. But he wasn't elected. Really? Is that what we're going to do? He didn't he may not think about because he's a doctor looking at disease about the death that comes from that sort of prescription. And it is legion the problems that result. We've talked about it before on other uh, shows previously. We're not going to talk about it today. But there is no question that the problems that result from this shutdown cause serious hardship to people, great injury to people, death to people. I mean, I, I just uh, was, was hearing about how hospitals across the country, many healthcare workers are coming out going, they're telling me to go home because there's nobody in the hospital. And I'm not talking about COVID. There are plenty and they're all being taken care of. But everybody else is shut down. All of the other surgeries that would be occurring or treatments that would be occurring, whether it's cancer or otherwise treatments, are being delayed. How much injury results from that? How much pain results from that? How many deaths result from that? Do we go the way of Georgia? Is it, is it becoming, uh, you know, it's a little early yet. Was Georgia out of line? Everyone was screaming and hollering, Georgia, they're going. Even the president was. We'll see. South Dakota, were they out of line? What Christy Noem, the governor of South Dakota, Uh, did by not having a lockdown? What about Sweden? I talked about it last week. We'll see. My view is they have it right. We can do more than one thing at a time. We can protect the elderly. We can protect those who are infirm or or other conditions that might put them at greater risk. And the vast majority of us can and should get back out there. And I also worry about immune systems of people. We're shutting down all bacteria and virus, good, bad, and different, closing everything up. Are we going to be losing our immunities? You know, I'll probably be shut off of uh, Facebook. And uh, uh, and any other social media because I'm, you know, I'm speaking in the minority here. But that minority is quickly becoming a majority. When we come back, we're going to talk about and put into perspective How long we can stay shut down and how many deaths are too many? And how do we compare with other diseases, etc.? 
Stay with us. Uh, we're also going to talk about Israel and sovereignty in Israel over certain lands. That is going to be a very interesting discussion over the next two uh, segments uh, as well. We're going to hear some words from Ambassador David uh, Friedman's uh, writings and interviews. The Ambassador to Israel. So make sure to stay with us uh, as we will be right back. Get out your number two pencil. Jot this down, 651-289-4488. You agree with me, give a call. You disagree with me, give a call. Happy to talk with you. If we have time on the show, we'll get you on. We'll be right back. Go to parkerdk.com. AM 1280, The Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to ParkerDK.com. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No No wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Mark Twain once quipped, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. 
know what my people are thinking tonight? As home through the shadows they wander. Everyone smiling in secret delight as they stare at the castle and ponder. Whenever the wind blows this way, you can almost hear everyone say, I wonder, I wonder what, what the, the king, king is doing tonight. What merriment is the king? What merriment? The candles at the court, Indeed. they never burnt as bright. I wonder what the king is up to tonight. Well, in today's day and age, who is the king? Who is the king? Of course, we don't have a king in the United States, but... Is it Donald J. Trump, the president of the United States? Is he the king, or is it... Anthony Fauci. Is is Anthony Fauci now the king? I think it might still be Joe Exotic. He is the Tiger King, at least. Ah, yes, he have is. Have you seen indeed. any of that documentary, yeah, by the way? I've watched a bit of it. I have watched a bit of it. It is... Uh, it's insane. It is. It is. It's uh, fascinatingly insane. But, you know, so is it Anthony Fauci who is the king? Now, remember, Fauci, who appears to be quite a, a nice fellow... Uh, and and quite bright. Uh, he's been in government in Washington, D.C. for over three decades, uh, from one administration to the next. Uh, he is a a a lifelong bureaucrat of sorts. Uh, he's obviously a, a leading physician or doctor uh, in the area of epidemiology and virology. Um as I understand it as well, he has several patents related to vaccines. And, you know, I you don't know, but you you uh, uh, it has been reported, as they say, he stands to make a lot of money on vaccinations. Uh, but I don't think that he is being I'm not maligning him or his uh, uh, intent to do what is best for the country, but that is what he is, an epidemiologist and a virologist. And he said, the important point, he said, February 24th, well after Trump had shut down China and Europe travel, he said, uh, there likely will be zero change in our day-to-day lives. That was February 24th. Well, he, he was wrong. He was hugely wrong. And then he started to prescribe and throw numbers out there and look at models, and he was using models that were wrong. Now, I, for one, don't blame him because hindsight's twenty twenty. This was unprecedented, and, you know, so who knows? But the bottom line is, when nobody knows, do you simply blindly rely on this doctor or that doctor or another and have them make the decisions or do you make sure that those people that the buck stops with are making those decisions are electeds. Yeah, and that's who it needs to be. And then you need to hold them accountable for the decisions that they're making, including Donald J. Trump. So let's take a look at uh, how many deaths 
are we willing to accept before shutting down for as long as we've shut down? Or maybe much, much longer. Let's say there are 100,000 deaths. That's a lot. Oh, that is a lot of deaths from this uh, coronavirus. Uh, There certainly isn't that number yet. It could very easily reach that number, exceed that number. But let's say it's 100,000 deaths. That is 0.029% of the U.S. population. 0.029. Not 1%. Not 0.1%. Just about 0.03% of the U.S. population. Now, just to give you an idea, um, the number that die each year from heart disease is over 600,000. Six times what we're talking about for corona and our hypothetical. Cancer, 600,000. Uh, lung disease, 160,000. Stroke, almost 150,000. Alzheimer's disease, 120,000. We do not shut down until we find a cure for these things. We do not know how long it's going to take to find a vaccine for coronavirus. It's taken years and years to find cures for the Diseases I just talked about. Diabetes is another one that there are, you know, 80, 85,000 deaths a year. Even the flu, which we haven't found a vaccine for. And pneumonia, 50 to 60,000 deaths a year. In, you know, in bad years. Frankly, uh, you know, back in the 50s, one, one year, it was well over 100,000 deaths from the flu and uh, pneumonia. We've gotten better in more recent years. But we didn't shut down for any of those things. What about Chicago? The number of murders in our third largest city from 2016 to 2019. 760, 650, 560, 510. The average for those four years of murders, homicides in Chicago, by the population of Chicago, on average over those years, 0.023% of the citizens of Chicago were murdered. We didn't shut down Chicago. That's about the same number, roughly, as if 100,000 die In the United States, the number across the United States compared to the total number of population in the United States, about the same number as the number murdered in Chicago to the total population of Chicago on average over the last four years. And we, you know, we didn't shut down. We maybe we should be making some serious changes to Chicago. Uh, And a lot of those deaths, by the way, in minority communities. What? Nobody cares. Why aren't they talking about this? 
Well, we have uh, shut down. Now, some places are starting to open. But at the core of this, our elected officials need to start to allow people their freedom to do what they decide they need to do. Because our electeds only operate with the consent of the people, the sovereign. Now, admittedly, and to be clear, this is a public health issue. We need to all be operating together to minimize the harm of this issue. But we need to hold the decision makers accountable. And the decision makers should not be the doctors. They should be the electeds taking into account all that is out there. I want to turn now for a minute uh, to the Trump Mideast peace plan and the decisions by the Israeli government, as have been talked about over the last week in particular, but even before, about taking action to what they say is annex. I am not calling it annexation. I am calling it applying sovereignty. Israeli sovereignty over lands that are and have been Jewish Israeli lands for decades, hundreds of years, some thousands of years. And they are part of the Trump Mideast peace plan and applying sovereignty to certain parts of those lands is now in dispute. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what the likes of John Kerry and Barack Obama's man, Ben Rhodes, and Martin Indyk, who is a supposed expert over the decades of Middle East policy, all he has done is made matters worse. These are guys who all of their policy has failed repeatedly for nearly 60 years, and we're supposed to continue to follow it. What do they say about insanity? Yeah, keep repeating. Rinse and repeat again. You are talking about the nonsensical ravings of a lunatic mind. Precisely. And we're going to talk about those ravings when we come back and how Israel is uh, uh, responding in concert with the President of the United States. Stay with us. It'll be an interesting segment. Miss you already. Talk soon. The unquestioned champion in the hall. And I'm convinced that splendid Frenchman can easily conquer one. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. 
After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something extraordinary? Set a clear new vision for yourself this year and join Dr. Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel Tour this December 2nd to 11th. Journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world, you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from Holy Scripture. Reserve your spot today. Register at am1280thepatriot.com. Pick it up or take it out, RackShackToGo.com or RackShackDelivery.com. It's so easy. Hey, you've been working hard. Half the staff is gone and your crew needs a lift. Go to RackShackToGo.com for pickup or RackShackDelivery.com and we'll bring it out to you. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard. And in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. It's May. Yes, it is. It's May. It is May, and we are back on the Victory Hour. Talking politics, Israel, and the law this week, like every week, Smart Plane Talk. Been talking about popular sovereignty and the fact that each individual has freedoms, and we need to allow people to use those freedoms to make decisions for themselves. There isn't a pandemic out there, there is a uh, real risk out there that if you decide to act in a certain way, you may uh, be more likely to come down with the coronavirus than not. Uh, But when should people be allowed to make such decisions for themselves? Some people say never, because if they make decisions on their own, they could infect others who don't agree with that decision unwittingly affect others. 
And so that becomes a public health issue, and we all have to work in concert and change our behavior. But that is a decision that occurs with the consent of the people, the sovereign. That lesson learned, we move to the Middle East. And uh, as you know, this president, a couple of years ago, recognized Jerusalem as the eternal capital and current capital of the state of Israel. And he was told by those on the left, by those brilliant decision makers who established policy, not just during Barack Obama's eight years, those, that brilliant cast of characters, but for decades, Republican and Democrats alike, prior, policies that didn't work were followed, repeated, rinsed, repeated, didn't work again and again. Trump said, forget it, we're recognizing Jerusalem. They said, there, it's going to be fire and brimstone and hell on earth. People will die, blood will be running in the streets. Well, it didn't happen. The embassy then was moved. Two years ago this week, the embassy was moved to Jerusalem, the capital of the state of Israel, where every other country, the U.S. has its embassy in their capital, but not Israel, not the Jews. They were treated differently for decades by every president. And Trump was told, don't do it. Blood in the streets. He then annexed the Golan Heights, allowed the annexation, recognized it, I should say, recognized the annexation of the Golan Heights. Said, don't do it. Blood's going to run in the streets. Then it was tear up the Iran deal. He did that even earlier. Tear up the Iran deal. Don't do it. It's going to cause... Action around the world, people will die. Well, none of the parade of horribles that was rolled out by these geniuses came true. You know, and we're talking about John Kerry. We're talking about, as I said, Ben Rhodes, the architect of the Iran deal for Barack Obama, his Middle East key advisor, who couldn't have screwed it up worse, couldn't have been worse. And remember, before Barack Obama, before Barack Obama, there was not this antipathy toward Israel on the left, certainly at the level that exists today. This antipathy toward the one and only Jewish state, it started and metastasized with Barack Obama. And I say that to all of my liberal Jewish friends. And now it is beyond even their control within the Democratic Party. And when I say antipathy toward Israel, it's worse. It's let's go back to the policies that have failed for 60 years and caused Jewish blood to run in the street. And that has, the, has been the case. As the Palestinians say, they completely control 
because they know that those on the left in Western Europe and in the United States on the left will not move until the Palestinians say, okay, it's okay to move. Until the Palestinians say, okay, we'll come to the table. And so they can hold the whole process hostage while they pay people to blow themselves up and innocents in the Jewish homeland in Israel. To travel across the border with explosives, blow themselves up in cafeterias, on buses, near kindergartens, and to launch rockets where there's 10 to 15 seconds to respond. And by the way, these people then, or their families, get paid by the Palestinians to do this. And they become martyrs that parks and squares and monuments are put up for in the Palestinian areas. That's who we're dealing with. That is what we're dealing with. So when the question comes up to these brilliant minds of Barack Obama's uh, uh, advisors, Philip Gordon and Robert Malley, champions of the Iran deal, apologists for Palestinian intransigence, they published an article last week headlined, Biden must speak out against Israeli annexation plans before it's too late. And they, I, and, and David Friedman wrote a responsive piece saying that these guys are wrong on seven counts and I'm going to rifle through them quickly. The authors argue that the limited annexation of the West Bank territory envisioned by Trump would jeopardize Israel's future as a Jewish state. That's a classic. They're wrong. Under the Trump vision, Israel would be claiming sovereignty over only a fraction of the West Bank where Jews already live. It would not create a a democratic problem. Number two, Gordon and Malley also argue that the vision would jeopardize Israel's democracy. Wrong again, a majority of Israelis as well as Israel's democratically elected government support the president's vision. Those in Israel support this vision. Two states for two people. And that is the vision, and that is written into the deal. Trump's vision provides for a two-state solution, in fact. They bring us to their third point. Joe Biden would put it, the vision would undermine the two-state solution. No, it calls for a two-state solution. With money going Billions going to the Palestinians. Boundaries that they can defend. Double the geographic footprint that they already have. They say it violates international law. It doesn't. They say it relegates Palestinians to second-class status. Baloney. They'll have their own independent state. And finally, they say... Uh, that uh, the Israelis uh, would take in furtherance of the Trump vision unless the Palestinians agree. Not true. Come to the table, negotiate it. That's all you need to do. Be with us next week where we're going to have Dr. Scott Jensen on the show, state senator. Have a great week. In the meantime, we'll talk coronavirus. Take care. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. AM 1280, The Patriot. 
This is an important coronavirus update from the nonprofit Global Healthy Living Foundation. Do you or a loved one live with a chronic illness? If so, you and your family may be at a higher risk for contracting the COVID-19 coronavirus. The Global Healthy Living Foundation has made free information and support available for your protection and well-being. Go to ghlf.org to enroll in their free patient support program to get updates and information related to the coronavirus outbreak. Protect yourself and your family. Visit ghlf.org today. This is an important coronavirus update from the nonprofit Global Healthy Living Foundation. Do you or a loved one live with a chronic illness? If so, you and your family may be at a higher risk for contracting the COVID-19 coronavirus. The Global Healthy Living Foundation has made free information and support available for your protection and well-being. Go to ghlf.org to enroll in their free patient support program to get updates and information related to the coronavirus outbreak. Protect yourself and your family. Visit ghlf.org today. AM 1280. 